welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about how the sex talk, the birds and the bees, is really not that big a deal. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where we'll talk a little bit about the birds and the bees talk. So today I was on a forum where there was a dad, he had a seven and a half year old girl. Uh, he is the main, um, it's a divorced family. He has custody of his daughter. Uh, he's very intentional, seems to be very aware, reads all of the stuff he needs to read, really trying to empower his daughter in so many ways. But I often say this, um, I remember I said it to my mom one time, the absence of a father in my life was huge. Um, no matter how great a mom my mother was, she just really was not a man. And as a man, we crave that attention from uh, a male presence, particularly our own father. And I imagine not being a girl, but a little girl craves that attention from her mother, as there are certain things that a mother can only teach her daughter, uh, and this is probably one of them. So in this forum, he says, hey, I'm just asking for some help. She's seven and a half, and it seems to be that she is um, exploring her body. He says, you know, she used to take five-minute showers. Those five-minute showers are turning into 15 and 20-minute showers. He says he's caught her, you know, just with her hands in that area uh, with her pants on. And then, you know, he walks into the room. She quickly pulls it out. Or he's noticed that, you know, when she's in bed, and she tends to do these things in private places. Hence the shower. Hence, you know, in her own bed comfort of her own home and he's like how do I have this discussion is it the sex discussion he's like and his question was how do I go there without explaining everything and I think it's that simple it's a conversation just as it's a conversation about you know uh, eating your vegetables it's it's new to them they're exploring uh, the kid doesn't want to explore vegetables they don't like it well this is the and you say well it's good for you uh, this is it's your body you're able to explore it uh, there are time and a place where for you to explore it and, and out in public isn't necessarily that place right so let's keep it to the shower let's keep it to this and if you have any questions around your body um, you're always able to ask dad you're always able to ask mom. And there is no big deal around that. See, the challenge is we start bringing, um, does she want to have sex? 
Is she masturbating? Is she, you know, what is she doing? And all she's doing is saying, this is my body. I've never really touched this. It kind of probably feels good. And, and, and there shouldn't be any shame around that. But when we say you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't touch that place and a kid's sitting there saying, well, when I touch that place, it feels good. Why would I not be able to? But there's shame around it. So my perspective is let's not draw attention to something that doesn't really need a lot of attention drawn to it. And it's real simple. If you have any questions, let's discuss it and you just be as honest and open with this child a child doesn't need to understand the reproductive system in their body at that point they don't need to know about if it's a little girl a penis and if it's a little boy a vagina they don't need to understand that this is the reproductive part of your anatomy at six and a half seven seven and a half years old they just need to know that there are certain boundaries and that we don't go fondling those areas out in public. Uh, and if we're going to touch and explore our body, we do that in uh, the privacy of our own homes. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, we got to have those discussions because if they don't feel comfortable enough, because we don't feel comfortable enough to have that discussion, if they don't feel comfortable enough to approach us as parents, guess what happens? They ask the neighbor. They asked the neighbor's kids and somebody in this feed actually responded to it and said, you know, I wish I had had that talk because my daughter ended up exploring her body and the neighbor's body. And I imagine it, it didn't have an age, but I imagine it was around the same age. So these two kids got together. They're playing in the same house. And guess what? They start exploring each other's bodies and the differences instead of creating boundaries like, hey, this is your body. It feels good, but you don't let anybody else touch your body. It's like as soon as you start going to the pediatrician, if you have small children and, and they're able to talk for themselves and they're able to answer the questions for uh, the pediatrician, the pediatrician always says, this is your body. Nobody touches your body except for you. It's okay for mommy and daddy. Uh, but no, if you don't want them touching in a certain way, you got to tell them. And the only other person in mommy or daddy's and or daddy's presence is the doctor to see you this way. This is your body. This is your space. I think that needs to be reinforced once children start exploring their own body. But again, if the challenge is, I don't know how to talk to my kid about this, I think you're putting a sexual connotation onto something that doesn't necessarily need to have a sexual connotation towards it. It's no different than eating your vegetables. It's no different than uh, uh, setting a boundary on a bedtime. It's no different of setting boundaries around homework and work time and play time. It's just another uh, leap inbound. I always say in my coaching practice with my clients, um, nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give it. And if you're giving it a sexual connotation to a child who knows nothing about sex, who's giving it that awkwardness or that is putting that stigma on it? It's you. They don't know any better. They're just touching their body. Just, just, just as if you were massaging your arm after you, you know, it's sore because you played tennis. You massage it, it feels good. They're massaging parts that... 
uh, feel good and they don't understand why. But there has to be boundaries and structure created in a way that's unintimidating and doesn't make them feel shameful about their own body. And that's the conversation about the birds and the bees. I will end this thought saying I haven't had the conversation about the birds and the bees because uh, I have a seven and a half year old the same age as this young girl in this feed uh, and I don't think he has any desire um, he doesn't do any of those things yet but when he does and he will um, I won't be hesitant to ask the question like hey Buddy, I understand you've been playing with your stuff lately. What's going on there? And he's like, whatever his response is, I'm going to let him know that it's okay. But it can't just be laying around everywhere doing that. Those are my thoughts around the birds and the bees. It's really not that big a deal. I don't know jack about parenting, but I know what's a big deal and what's not. And that's definitely not it at seven and a half years old. So we'll see you in the next episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.